All right, so here we are, ready to do another Tim talk. You know, and I'm, I, pl I plan these things out to an extent, um, but I um, also just wing it as I go. So I ask you for your patience and understanding if I'm a little off here and there, but I think it's more realistic and authentic when I do that. That's how it works better for me. So this first Tim talk, I want it to be um, on, on the, something we do in our school. It's called the Code of Honor. The Code of Honor. We'll entitle it that. And our kids who come to the school, and adults, but more often kids, take on a Code of Honor to live their life by. When they do a rite of passage, uh, when they do our scout class, and when they do our uh, class uh, called philosophy, a spiritual code of honor. And we, we, I believe completely that these simple, simple values come from nature, that nature is the teacher of this. And it's in our interaction with nature and when we choose to go deeper with nature on a personal level uh, that we learn how to live a true code of honor. Nature is the most honest relationship we'll ever have. Unlike the world out there, nature's not trying to get anything from you. It's not trying to use you for money, for power, for knowledge. Nature just is there to give us our life, give us the joy and the beauty of our life, to engage us in life, to give us fun and pleasure and joy and connection and so forth. And what we put in is what we get out of it. And it's so brutally honest, nature, is that if we, don't, if we go out in the wilderness and we don't know our skills, we're not careful, we're not aware, nature's perfectly happy to take us away in a flood or drop a tree on us or catch us in a fire or not give us food or whatever and turn us back into compost and grow a tree out of us and start all over again. It's that full circle, that full circle way of living that nature teaches. So it's really an honest relationship. And if we look at it as a teacher... And I'm going to talk more and more about nature as a teacher in the future here on the Tim Talks. If we look at nature as a teacher, it will teach us these basic values. Now, this has also been up for me lately because this is nothing new in my career, but I deal with a lot of schools, a lot of parents, and kids. And lately, I've had some real, I've seen some real lack of integrity coming from a school that I've been dealing with and from some of the parents. And... You know, we give our heart and soul to these kids in this school. But some of the things we teach are challenging, like, like a, a code of honor, um, like a rite of passage. There's, there's challenging things. And lately I've just I've seen it on a personal level coming at me and my staff, and it's been painful to deal with. So it's up for me. And then, of course, on the larger scale, what's up for me is this incredible, crazy president we have now called Donald Trump. And the lack of integrity throughout our government and how it's spread through the world, it's just shocking to me. I actually heard the lawyer for the president the other day, Rudy Giuliani, say that truth is not truth. And I'm like, what do, I, what do you do with that? What do our children think when they see that or hear it? It's just, it's overwhelming. And if I take this further, I, I truly believe that the problems we're having with our planet and caring for our planet and what the problems humanity's having living together all come from a simple lack of a code of honor. A simple lack of a code of honor. So I want to go through these a couple of these basic, basic things. I'll probably continue more down the road further, go deeper with it. But I want to just plant some of them out of there. 
out there. One of the first ones that we teach in our school is called be of service or help when help is needed. Both go together. So simple. It's so simple. We are human beings. We live on this earth. In order to keep the circle full, to keep enough food, to keep the nature balanced and healthy, to care for our families and our friends and our country and our communities, we need to give back. Human beings, by the nature of us, we're takers. We take what we need to live. We need food. We need housing. You know, we need cars, blah, 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 computers, you name it. All of that comes from nature. We take, we take, we take. We forget to give back. Service is keeping the circle full. It's knowing that as a taker culture, human beings, we must give back. So we look at it being of service. It's from the simplest thing, doing a dish for someone, making a, some food for someone, helping someone cross the street or carry a heavy bag, something as simple as that, cleaning your house for your family, something as simple as that to something hugely large like rebuilding a school or working in the forest and wildlands, caring for it. Service is something we not only need to be open to doing, we need to seek out places to do it, and we need to make it part of our daily medicine. It's not something we do. You don't do service to get money. You don't do service to get fame. You don't do service to get glory. You don't do service to get acknowledgement. It's great when you get it. Everybody needs that. I have nothing against it, but that's not why. You do it because it's the right thing to do. And the benefits are amazing. You get engaged in your community. You help. When you help when help is needed, you feel good. When you give out and give a service to the world and help when help is needed, then it comes back to you full circle. You get, you get it back in return. It's an incredible thing to do. It's what nature teaches us. Nature is all about the full circle. Trees give life. When they die, they continue to give life. Water gives life. All the things in nature, to one degree or another, are service to each other so that all the forests, all the deserts, all the mountains can live healthy. And when they're allowed to do their thing and not impeded upon by the human being with all our crazy ways of damaging and harming the earth, nature works perfectly, perfectly. So service and help when help is needed. The other one that's so huge is keeping your word, telling the truth living through simple integrity. These are just, they seem like such basic things. But wherever I look today, I don't find it very much. I don't find it very much at all. It used to be, I remember I, my father's generation, it came out of World War II and the Korean War. My father raised me and my grandfather, and they said, Tim, if you give a handshake to someone, you give your word with that handshake. If you borrow $10,000 from someone, you don't need to write up a contract. You pay them back when you said. You shake, and when that hand is shook, when you look them in the eye, that's your word. That's your sacred word. When you keep your word, when you do what you say you're going to do, when you give your best, then what you do is you set the stage for getting that in return. But bigger than that, trust. You build trust. When you build trust in relationships, when relationships don't have to be defended, always wondering what the other person's doing. You can go to a deeper place. When there's trust, you can go deeper. Relationships can connect through the heart, through the soul, through the spirit, through feeling. 
They cannot do that when trust is broken. Your word is so much bigger than you can imagine. It's a sacred gift you give. It's not something that you always have to give. If you're not into giving your word, don't. Think about it before you do it. What are you giving your word to? But when you do, it's sacred. So I want you to think about that a lot. And again, nature. Nature keeps its word. It gives us air to breathe. It gives us water to drink. It gives us trees to build our homes and give us fruit and food. It gives us plants to eat. It's endless. It's endless. Nature is the best of all when it comes to keeping your word, giving your best, these kinds of simple values. I really want you to think about this one. I really believe it's huge. Integrity is kind of the overall word for, for a code of honor. It's, it's telling the truth. It's giving your best. It's, it's, integrity is, is what it does is when you have integrity, you can be counted on. You can be a person, a go-to person, someone who children and adults honor and respect because they know that when times get tough, and even if they don't get tough, you'll be there. You'll be the one to lead the way to take care of it. That's a huge thing in a community, in a family, in a relationship, to have that deep integrity, to let that trust blossom so relationships can go to a deeper, more spiritual, meaningful level. So think about the things you might, you might put on a code of honor. One we often have the kids put on is to have fun. If I'm talking to any adults here, when we grow up and we raise families, we get jobs and this and that, we forget the importance of having fun and how much that feeds our very souls and allows us to open up to bigger and better and brighter things in life. We get so serious, we get sometimes lost in that serious drama that takes over. And, and having fun doesn't mean you're not serious about life. It does, it, and you should never have fun at the expense of others, but just have fun. You can joke. You can tell stories. You can laugh. <coughs> Excuse me. Laughter, it's been proven scientifically, is one of the great medicines that there is. It, 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 it's healthy for us. It's, it's good for our overall physical, emotional, and spiritual health to laugh. So get that laughter going. Have fun. Play. And also having fun is, is getting out and doing fun things like sports and uh, and us nature lovers, we'd say climb mountains, climb trees, go on hikes and wander, go down the rivers and explore, have fun. We don't always have to be overly serious. That, when we, when we have fun, whatever we're doing, whether it's in our community playing sports or laughing or joking around, or whether it's in nature or the two are combined, when we do it, again, we set the foundation for us to blossom deeper into more meaningful relationships with the land, with our friends, with our family, and so forth. So having fun is something we really, really, really want to think about. I want to also mention uh, giving your best. It's something I mentioned a little bit earlier, but I should go into it more deeply. Giving your best is really, it's learning. It's learning where we sell ourselves short, where we stop short. It's like climbing Mount Shasta, the sacred mountain that's right to the right of me over here. And you get to that last thousand feet. They call it Misery Hill. And what happens is the only thing that gets you to the top of Misery Hill 
is your commitment. That's another one I want to mention. And giving your best. Every step, arduous and painful. But you're, you're committed and you're giving your best so you go to the top. You get to that very top. And then what happens? There's still a peak to go to. It was a false peak. And then you go. And when you get to the top, that's when everything happens. So often in life, we get close. Right there almost. And then we stop. We quit. We give up. We get distracted. Right when we're right there. So learning to give your best. Dig down deep. What is it? That medicine that's in you that you can bring up that's your best. That is a valuable, valuable thing to know. Now right along with that is the word commitment. This may be one of the most important ones. Commitment is is when you're committed to something, when you're fully involved in something, when you, whatever it is, it's like, okay, right here is my, my creek behind my sweat lodge, one of my favorite places in the world. If I'm committed to getting in that water, well, and I say I'm getting in, I get in. I don't leave one foot out, one foot in. I get in. I fully immerse myself in the water. I'm committed to it. And then the water works its magic on me. It's, it's when you are committed to something, from all parts of your body, your emotional, your physical, your intellectual, when all of that is gelled together to a commitment, then the spiritual world, the unseen world, the mystery world gets behind you and helps you. So if you were climbing Mount Shasta, it would be like you'd be being pushed up, helped. I can't explain this very well other than to say that's a, it happens. It happens. But until you're fully committed, you're on your own. When you are, you have that hope. It's like being married. One of the reasons in a marriage vow, you say you're committed. Because, of course, you're going to go through difficulty, difficult times, stress, and tests. It's the commitment that carries you through those times. And when you get through those difficult times, when you get through the struggle, then you're closer. Your relationships are stronger, more loving. You, you begin to build a history. The history becomes part of the medicine that holds you together in a marriage or a friendship or a community or a country. Commitment, huge, huge. The other word that's so important I, I'm thinking about right now is compassion. Compassion and kindness. Compassion and kindness. I can't think of anything more important. Just simple kindness, compassion. Simple caring for the earth, the world we live in, the individual beings that live on the earth, from the plants to the rocks to the insects. Just a simple example. An uh, hour ago, before I came up here, I went to fill the water, the water for our dogs that's outside. And I saw this um, wasp in it. He couldn't get out. He was drowning. I simply put my hand under him, put him out, and he flew off after he dried off. I didn't have to do that. I don't think most people would. I'm not looking for a big hand clap on this. It's just the right thing to do. It's that simple. This, this being was struggling and it needed help. I helped it. This is, I get emotional on this because I don't understand why human beings can't get this one. You have to be the one to make the change. You have to be the one to do what's right when you're presented with the opportunity that will define who you are, that will tell the world who you are. And when the world knows 
the world comes forth and engages in your life and your life becomes more meaningful, more deep. It, it's no other way does it work. But we're so busy. We're so into ourselves. What can we get? You know, what's in it for me? Who are the bad guys? You know, we're into our technology endlessly. Who's calling me? Who's emailing me? Who's not, you know, who's doing it all to me? That we, we stop. We don't remember that the world around us is alive and living and we're a part of it. And more importantly, we miss when that gift we have to give can be gifted. Like helping that wasp. It's not that much about the wasp and me. That's, that's a personal thing between the two of us. But it's so much bigger. The act of helping the wasp sends an energy out that says that I'm that kind of person that opens the world up to me in a more deep, meaningful way, which engages me more, has more fun, more meaning, more purpose, more commitment, and all of life gets better that way. The little things turn into the big things. You can't skip the little things and get to the big things. The code of honor becomes like a roadmap. It's something that we follow. It reminds us on how we're meant to live and why it's important. And if I take it to a bigger level here, I ask myself, there's so many problems in the world. You know, I started out talking about this school recently and some of the parents that were being so difficult to us. That is just an example of what's happening in our own country today and the world, the problems. We, t we use nature. We don't give back. It's something there for us, not for the earth itself. We use each other. We're always paranoid. We're always looking at what we can get. A code of honor, if we simply followed it, a shift would happen. The population would change, and we could become earth caretakers. We could become true stewards of the earth and deepen our relationships and grow closer. I don't mean that problems would go away. There's always problems. Every single animal on the planet has problems. Everything struggles and has good days, bad days. That's not the point. The point is we won't be putting all of our energy into fighting, killing, creating mayhem, and destroying our earth. We'll be putting it into solutions, problem solving, and connecting, and open our hearts and our souls and our spirits to this great world that we live in. I could talk about this forever, and I feel like I've barely scratched the surface, but I want to get you thinking about this. What is your own personal code of honor? What matters to you? Who are the heroes in your life that you look up to? How do they live a code of honor? What are the things that they do that you could do? Be your own teacher. Let nature help you. Look at the truth that nature teaches and teach yourself how to have a code of honor. When you're not coming from integrity, you're not coming from honor, you're not coming from commitment, you're not coming from compassion, you're not coming from kindness, you're not coming from giving your best. You're not coming from integrity. You're not coming from keeping your word and on and on. Then you are not the gift that you could and should be to this world that you live in. You're allowing yourself to be lesser. And ultimately, the earth pays the price. Your family pays the price. Your country pays the price. And you, the ground you stand on, the seventh direction, you pay it every day. So this is something to look at. And you could say, hey, 
No one else does it. The, the worst example of how to live is our Donald Trump right now. He's before our very eyes. And you can see, they say 40% of the people like him. I don't get that. I'll never get that. But I know that it's never going to change if I don't, if I'm not the change. I have to be the change. And then you have to be the change. And they have to be the change. And if I'm the last man standing, the last man standing, then I will still be the change because I'll do what I know is right. And we'll just let it work itself out. Ultimately, the earth will work it out. The earth will work it out. The question of how humanity will go forward is still a huge question mark. But I'm a dreamer. And I'm dreaming that we're learning and that we're going to get it. And ultimately, I bring it right back full circle. Nature's that teacher. So go out and live a code of honor. Go out and create a code of honor. Go out and change the world by how you live daily. You will do it. I wish you the best. I'm going to have more talks on this later. I, I have to. But thank you. Thank you for listening. Hope.